Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, Conversations with Dope Women. Jasmine Jordan! Was that loud? Hi! What are you doing? Uh, What's going on? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling good today. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday or what day of the week is it? Uh, today is Tuesday, July the 21st. <laughs> Great, we're both Listen, not sure. <laughs> I had to pick up my phone and look at it. In 2020, especially, you know, since what, March? Time and days sometimes are, you lose track of because it just feels... It's a blur. At least for no, me. True. Yeah, yeah. For me, sometimes it just feels like one big blur that we're kind of enduring, making our way through. And I also guess it depends on like, Sorry, the nature of your life, right? If you're working, which you are, sometimes you're a little bit more aware of like the weekend versus during the week, right? But still, it's like what you would have normally I mean, done on but the weekend. I don't know. You know I think, really, go ahead. Yeah, I think working from home, working from home in this uh, climate now with the pandemic, you've lost track of time the same. Like maybe I think if you go into an office, you know, yeah. if you're still... Yeah. Um, having to go into an office if you're an essential worker, then I think you have a better grasp on it still. But like working yeah, from yeah. home, I still feel like, wait, what day of the week is it? I'm like, okay, it's really more about time. I'm like, what's my time? Yeah, that's true. Do you <laughs> yeah, find yourself, definitely, uh, definitely. Do you find yourself struggling to create boundaries for yourself between like when you stop working versus, you know, um, like, yeah, it's like the structure of your day. Is it, is it more difficult to create a work-life balance yeah. or is it like, F it, there's no life. So everything's work. Like what, you know, what's that like? <laughs> and no, it's definitely not all work. Um, but yeah. I, I think there, right. There's this like new, um, there's this new kind of mental and emotional challenge, um, mm-hmm. just w- naturally with the pandemic and have having never have gone through a pandemic so I always tell people like you get a little bit of it like you get kind of a dose of like what it gets to work like what it is to work from home um if you're privileged enough to be able to do that right now Mm -hmm. but it's really not like the real deal because the truth is normally when you get to work from home you still have exactly you normally still get to have your what we would call more normal uh, social mm-hmm. life, right? Whatever that yep. looks like yep. for you, but you have yep. the option, right? You have yep. a lot more options. And so I think that has been the most challenging part is like, not only do I have um, things on my to-do list for work, things that I have to accomplish within the day, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm also trying to manage my oh. emotional stability <laughs> and like yeah. trying to, yes, cope to, to all cope. around, like <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, just trying to deal with like, you know, regular life stuff. But then it's like you work from home, you wake up from home, you try to enjoy home after work. Like you're just home. Yeah, Home yeah. is the spot for you, you know, and yeah. I think it's definitely now we're months into it. So it's been about figuring out how to still like while I am having to be home in the house majority of the time, how do I structure my schedule so that I still get out, I get fresh air, I take breaks mm-hmm. in the backyard, I go on walks, yeah. like, yeah. you know, even yeah. honestly driving to the grocery store, driving yeah. to get my car washed, like, I don't know, they're just, especially Little now that the weather's too. really nice, like, 
it's yeah. been a critical part. Yeah. Of just, of just trying to, um, Thrive. really make sure that I'm doing everything I can yeah. to, <laughs> to at yeah. least have some good days, you know? Yeah. Well, 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 before we jump into it, I do, I love, I love about this. I just want to like have casual conversations, but I want to introduce the people to Jasmine Jordan. First of all, thank you for, um, tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron. I know that our last um, episode was not last week, as is the intention to have them every Wednesday, but I'm managing this pandemic like everybody else. So it's not always, you know, continue with life as usual, um, even though you have to explain out. But I appreciate my faithful followers. I just found out yesterday that we hit 5,000 freaking downloads, which is really exciting to me because that that's y'all. That's y'all listening, sharing with the homies, sharing with other women in your life that believe um, you can benefit from uh, whatever it is I have to say and the dynamic guests that I get to bring on my show, like the woman that I have today. Um, you guys know Sharpen Her Iron. If you don't know, now you get to know is I'm about connecting women across the age span, all kinds of women, just telling our stories, talking about our expertise, giving hope, inspiration, encouragement, truth, transparency, all of that good stuff so that um, we can grow together. Even while we are apart, we can still grow. And so that's what I'm all about. And so today's guest is one of my closest friends in the world, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. We've been trying to, to get an episode going, but I think now is um, the right moment. Hence, we are here. Uh, part of that being Jasmine is one of the most resilient, courageous, um, just determined people that I know. And so to have you on here, Jasmine, today in the midst of just such trying times, I think like you are definitely a voice of um, encouragement to people, even just through um, your transparency. But tell the people a little bit about who you are, what you care about, what you do, all that good stuff. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, I'm super emo. So watch yourself. Uh, it's all friends. good. That's what this is for. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I guess just a quick intro. I'm Jasmine Jordan. I'm a singer. I'm a songwriter. Yes, um, yes. I am a, a, wo- a woman for the woman. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our, our mutual friend Heather makes fun of me all the time says my my slogan should be girl power. And she puts her fist up, but it's true. I I have a heart for women. I have a heart for girls. I have a, um, and that's why I've always had just a strong community of women in my life. Um, I definitely think overall, you know, I mean, I'm a businesswoman, um, an entrepreneur, you know, um, but I think overall what I would sum up everything to say is just that I really believe that it's my goal in life to be a light um, in this Mm -hmm. world. And to just mm-hmm. uplift and encourage whoever um, whoever I get the privilege of crossing paths with. So, you know, I ultimately just want my legacy to be that I that I was someone who encouraged people, whether that was through my music, through yeah. an, an, an interaction that you were able to that we were able to have through, I don't know, online, in person, um, yeah whenever I, I just definitely want that to be my legacy that I was, that I showed up when it mattered. Well, I mean, uh, 
my hope is that you have a lot more years to live um, because you are my friend. Yes. But if that is if that is the hope, mission accomplished. Like that is how you live your life. That is how you affect the relationships around you already. So definitely keep living intentionally um, on purpose. I usually wait to the end to do this, but actually drop it now. Uh, give the people your, your, your Instagram, your, your website, the ways that they can connect with you. Um, I want them to go ahead and go pull that up right now before we jump into today's combo. All right. So it's the real Jasmine J and that's J A S M I N E J um, on Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I would like to be on there more, but to be honest, um, Twitter and Instagram are kind of my fave apps right now just to stay connected. And then Jasmine Jordan, uh, music.com and you can mm-hmm. search, you know, for my music on all of the digital platforms. Mm-hmm. So listen, the, um, today's conversation is just that, just a free flowing conversation, talking to my homegirl offline. We have talked a lot just about uh, life transition plans, expectations, uh, ex, you know, mm-hmm. desires that we we've had and still have. And, you know, just kind of the, and I know a lot of you guys can relate to this. A lot of you ladies, uh, can relate to, um, the end of 2019, uh, going into 2020, like every year we always go into the year oftentimes with this high, right. This transitional high between the end of the year and the top of the year, right. You have these plans, vision board parties, all these things, but 2020 was specific, right? Like everybody was like, Oh my gosh, like 2020 vision. It was just like, it was a leap year. 2020 is a leap year. There's a lot of things that were supposed to be exciting about 2020. And then we got here, right. We got here and Kobe dies. We get here and the pandemic hits. Mm. We get here, and I mean, it's probably the biggest racial uprising in our lifetimes, right? We're birthed in our 30s. And though we know mm-hmm. of a lot of things, and we know that racism didn't necessarily go away, seeing it in action the way that we have in the middle of a pandemic is a whole nother deal, right? Then we have uh, like champions of the cause John Lewis dying in the middle of, you know what I'm saying? Like one of the biggest racial uprisings in our time in the midst of having a very crazy president. Like all these things are happening and yet we still had our own goals and expectations for 2020. That had nothing to do, right? What was happening like in the world? So before we get into like what shifted, what were what was your mindset and your heart's posture leaving 2019 and coming into 2020? So that's the best part, right? It's like, I was mm-hmm. definitely one of those people who was like, 2020, let's go. Yeah. I was about to turn 30. I had plans for my 30th birthday to be the best bash ever. Yeah. And, and it was, I traveled, mm-hmm. I was surrounded. Well, you, had, you were lucky to have a February that, birthday. Oh, praise God. I, yeah. I laugh, but I mean every yeah. word. Pre-pandemic, I pre-pandemic birthday. God knew. Yes, God knew I was going to have a fit if my 30th birthday didn't happen. <laughs> so thankfully, that was in February. But I absolutely yeah. like came into 2020 just, just feeling like ready to level up, ready to yeah. 
take chances yeah. that I that I had yeah. never taken before. I had decided yeah. early 2020 that I was going to be making a big move. Um, the the really the biggest move of my life, um, but mm-hmm. definitely like the first big move in about eight years since I decided to move to LA. So, you know, I was feeling really great having worked through all that, having come to like this decision of like, okay, this is what's next for me. And then being being excited about turning 30, processing all of those emotions as well, but like ultimately really feeling like everything was pretty symbolic of <laughs> of this yeah. amazing new decade yeah. that I was entering like, did, did of, we get of my it wrong? life. So <laughs> I I was op- I was man, girl, I I was so optimistic. You could not have told me in a million years. I'm telling you January through March. Yeah, I was just on a high. I was ready to go. I was um, I was just, I was feeling confident. I was feeling really full, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there were other emotions that came with it, of course, like naturally, yeah. but overall I would say I was, I was just in a really healthy space. Um, and boy, did I not know yeah. how things could shift so quickly. It's you crazy. Know? Yeah. So like as yeah. things have been shifting, what, in your life, um, do you feel like uh, you are doing to help yourself um, kind of not emotionally be left behind, but to move with the shift, if that makes sense? Does that make sense? Well, the first thing, yeah, I mean, well, and tell me if I understand this correctly, but but my the first thing I thought of when you asked that is therapy, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that has been a, a huge help um for me as I process through because honestly it's like you and I say this all the time it's not even just taking it day by day it's taking it moment by moment um (laughs) sometimes minute by minute yeah (laughs) hour by hour so yeah you know I mean that has been a critical um lifeline for me during all of this as the shift has occurred um Mm -hmm. Is that was that what you were asking? Yeah, like what do you you know? Because a lot of times when things do not happen the way we desire or we expect, of course we we experience that um, that disappointment, right? That sadness, that grief that comes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we you know grief is not only about you know the loss of a person. Sometimes it's the loss of a vision, the loss of an idea, the loss of a dream or a hope of something happening in a particular way. And then if it does, it's almost like that thing died, right? Like the hope, the plan, the expectation, the vision Mm -hmm. for 2020, not saying it can't be something beautiful, but at least we have to accept the fact that what we thought it would be died. It didn't happen. Here we are, you know, in um, July of 2020 and um, it's not anything like what, anybody thought it would be. And so then as you're going through that grieving process, you also sometimes have to ask yourself, how am I making sure, or what can I do now that I'm accepting this grief in this moment to, to like care for myself, right? To care for my heart, to care for my emotions, to care for my mind, um, and to still have hopes and dreams and, uh, a sense of expectation. Do you have a sense of expectation right now, even in the midst of everything that's going on? And if so, what, what, what has Yeah, but you it? know, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Answer. I was just going to say to be completely honest. Well, yeah, to be completely honest with you, Lee, like 
you know, a lot of this is, um, it's ever changing. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I would say that I am, I'm just kind of getting out of a pretty like low point. Um, you know, it, it, it was waves. Mm-hmm. It came in waves. Um, mm-hmm. I moved, you know, I still ended up moving, but just to like, just not to the place I thought I was moving to in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. and I see the blessing in that. Um, but the truth is like, not only I was going to say like, not only was therapy critical, but like allowing my space, allowing myself space to cry, allowing my space, allowing myself space to like, be honest about feeling like Shiza, like some mornings, you know, Mm -hmm. like being Mm -hmm. honest, like calling, calling people like texting when I didn't feel like Mm -hmm. calling when I didn't Mm -hmm. feel like talking on the phone and just saying I need prayer like I do not feel like myself um being super duper transparent about just like what I'm going through and allowing certain people to be there for me in that right like yeah for personal stuff that's going on in the midst of the pandemic yeah and and but that has been again a process and some of that I'm I keep saying this, but it it rings true every time. Sometimes your heart has to catch up to your mind. And it's interesting because when you're, when you're an introspective person, when you've done a lot of self care, um, when you've been in therapy for years now, um, I would say most of those folks have the ability to, um, to do some form of like, uh, healthy dissecting and mm-hmm. evaluation of whatever your mm-hmm. current circumstances. Right. And yeah. so sometimes you can see something and very clearly identify there's a blessing in this. There's a lesson in this. I'm mm-hmm. growing in this. I know God wouldn't have me here if mm-hmm. like I wasn't supposed to be here. I know like you can clearly, your mind can process yeah. all of that, but your heart and yeah. those feelings, those yeah. emotions attached Ooh, to the heart part. It. It does not feel good. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. match the like logical mm-hmm. part of it all. And so I would say that has been like something I've honestly just been trying like learning to navigate over the last couple months. And yeah. you know, yeah. I'm just like and when I say just, I mean what, a just, week, week yeah. and a half, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like coming out of this like it, it basically like coming out of water, right? It feels yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I feel like yeah. Jasmine again. I feel, yeah. because right, that that place is very honest and real and it happens. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just the valleys that sometimes hit you out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. it feels very uncomfortable, like for so mm-hmm. many reasons, but uh, also just because like, I didn't feel like myself, like, you know, yeah. like uh, for one, avoiding conversations on the phone with people that I love and want to talk to, but like, I just didn't want to have to catch up on everything. If if I hadn't talked to you like more frequently, it was like the thought of having to update on everything and the energy that would require, like, which doesn't feel like me, you know? And then it's like, some right. And then some friends, some of your closest friends call you and you're not calling them back. And that also, it doesn't like, at least from my perspective on my end, it it doesn't feel Mm. good because I'm like, and I just, some ways I just had to be honest, like, Hey, I'm just like, not, I don't see, I I can't right now. I can't. Yeah. yeah, But there was also, I think there was a lot of freedom and just like being honest and, um, and, and expressing that and not allowing the enemy to isolate me completely. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, honestly, Jasmine, not to cut you off. It's already a very isolating space. But honestly, also 
being able to say like I I I resonate with that experience, right? And for a while, I would just keep, I would just avoid, right? Or I wouldn't reach out, or I'd just be super apologetic, like sorry to reach, I to reach out to you, whatever, like going through a lot. But what I realized was, even that's powerful because it gives someone else space to pray for you, to lift you up, even if you're not mm-hmm. having a conversation mm-hmm. with them, just to be able to say, I'm going through a lot right now. Like I'm not in a space to talk or I'm not in a space to hang out, but you know, just acknowledging that everything is not okay with you to the right people. If they are right mm-hmm. for you, if they're your right friends, they won't take it personally and they will move on your behalf. And even if that's them saying, all right, I'm going to send you some encouraging whatever every now and then, not every day or not whatever, but, and, and expect nothing of you, you know, um, I've seen that as well, just by saying I'm not okay. And I don't have it to give right now. And just seeing some people kind of just show up for me, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's been so beautiful. And it, and I think too, you can relate to this sometimes when you're the strong friend, when mm-hmm. you tend to be the person who, you know, I know you, there's a bunch of like Instagram, like quotes and stuff about that. And I don't want to make light of it because even those are yeah. very true, but like it, 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 yeah. it, it, it is like a real thing. Like so, there are certain people like you have maybe a gift where you do show up for people. Like you're able mm-hmm. to, you, you yeah. have this like you know, this, uh, I don't know, just something in you that always wants to be there for people and not only wants to, but is and does show yeah. up in, in pretty big ways. It's just who you are. And, and you're able to, Oh, I got to text this person. I got to check on this person, that person, this person, that person. And you're able yeah. to typically, um, you're able to navigate that like, you know, normally, but when you're going yeah. through something, sometimes when you're that person, um, yeah. and, and I thank God because he knows, like I I've had best friends, my whole life who I, at least, you know, from the time when, when I was like a teenager and on, you know, I've had best friends that I could talk to, um, that I could, and and I have to talk. I've, I've just never been good at like, Oh, don't talk about it at all. And like suffer silence, like forever. I I'm not that type of person. I I don't heal that way. And so I thank God because I've had those people, but what I've, what I have found in this is that sometimes it's even in unexpected places that you Mm -hmm. find, um, Mm -hmm. like peace, you find peace, you find, um, some comfort, you know, like it's, it's in what you just said. Give me an example. The the friend maybe that you wouldn't. Okay. So, um, one of my close friends, like calling me and it's not necessarily my, it's not my person. It's not the, yeah. it's not the yeah. two calls I would make when I'm, yeah. when I'm crying yeah. and when I'm at my they worst, surprise you. but it, it yeah. still is someone who's meaningful to me. Right. Yeah. But they call yeah. and, uh, a couple of times and then just being transparent and saying, Hey, I know I owe you a call back. It's, it's on yeah. my mind, but I'm in a rough spot right now and I'm just trying yeah. to get out of it. Like, yep. you know, and, and just saying that, like their heart just softened. And mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't hard, but I think immediately it was just like, yo, I don't want my jazzy to be struggling. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like I'm like yeah. you said, now that person who is a prayer warrior as well knows so that yeah. they don't have to guess. And it's like, OK, let, yeah. let me pray for them. Let me have more yeah. grace. Let me have more yeah. patience. And, you yeah. know, also and, and on my end, it's like that also gives me more strength because I know I'm not going to stay here. I know this isn't going to last a long yeah. time forever. That's yeah. what I'm claiming. But it's just like 
being reminded um, that community, uh, that's actually one of the big key takeaways I uh, thus far has been like yeah. community. I've always believed community is critical. Yeah. I've always known the, the value of having um, a community. But mm-hmm. what I will say is like, even here's another example, um, a little less closer to home, you know, being on social media and obviously having to create boundaries with social media, especially right now. But like, um, you know, there's been a time where it's like you have those people that you just kind of feel like, you know, from social media, but you're not really close friends. And I've had moments where it's like I post something and they comment on it and then they're transparent in their moment of like, yo, I really needed this man, girl, I'm pray for me. I'm going through something. I'm like, oh, me too. Like, I completely understand what you're saying. And then you start you start writing each other and just kind of being super honest and uh communicating the struggle that you're going through. And then you realize like there's some comfort, at least for me and knowing like some of this suffering is, is universal, you know, some of this, this uh, suffering that we're going through the struggles that we're working through um, a lot more people have it have in common with, right. Like they can relate to it. And so like there have been moments like that where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. But like now it just feels, I don't know. It was just, again, another source of comfort and of, um, and then, it, and then in other moments I would be able to encourage them. It's like, mm-hmm. now this person's on my radar, even though I don't have a super close personal relationship mm-hmm. with them. Like mm-hmm. now I just know that my sister over here is struggling She's going through and let me and just send some wild and some light I, her way. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that has also, you know, just encouraged me to, to just keep being transparent, like, and not to force it, but when it feels natural, like that is something like, I just, I don't want to be so afraid of like sharing my truth. I, you know, I don't want to, uh, I definitely don't want to contribute to a narrative that everything's great all the time. And, uh, you know, and th- cause it's not <laughs> because yeah. that's so far from the truth, but I think it has made me braver and more courageous and just wanting to share Mm -hmm. more of my Mm -hmm. journey, you know, and, and what in different ways and and outside of just the music, which has always been a source of therapy for me and a place Mm -hmm. where I can be very vulnerable and honest, but, you know, yeah. Using social media to when I am on it, it's like, yeah, I want to be honest about all parts of the journey, not just the, the shiny, beautiful, like yeah. awesome ones. And and there is that there, there are those moments too. And I'm super grateful and I realize how blessed I am. Um, but you know, this human, that there's just very, there's the reality of just being a human on this earth. And yeah, that comes with true. a lot of challenges. Territory. Yeah. I, I think about like, man, like even from my position, you know, you can relate to this, like regardless of the title, we're just talking about like the strong person in the life for others. Right. And I, I, I said to myself, like, even the pastor, Liana, you, even the pastor needs to be pastored. And you, you think about you, you're talking about that, um, separation between what your what your your head knows but your heart needs to catch up to right so even like going through these hard times it's like and like you say was it's not just the pandemic it's the personal things that are going on in the midst of the pandemic that makes it even more difficult right because it's like outside forces that are that are that are that are troubling you and then it's also and then it's combined with the matters of the heart you know, whatever your matters of the heart are whatever your let's say your family mm-hmm. dynamics or maybe you know 
you're going through a, a breakup or a heartache, or maybe you're struggling to lose weight that you put back on. These are, by the way, all of my examples, <laughs> you know, or just like some of my examples are people, in, people <laughs> in my li- and, and people in my life, you know, maybe, maybe you're going through disappointment with yourself. Like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm not working or my projects are not popping off the way that I want them to, or you have outside forces saying to you, like in a pandemic, you should be producing, but what if you don't have the mental and emotional uh, capacity to produce? Right. So then this, this, this added mm-hmm. level of shame, that's being put on you. You know, everybody's telling yeah. you if you didn't, if you didn't, if you're a creator and you didn't create, you, you, you're effing up, you know? And it's like, well, what, what if time is not the only thing you need? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, you have all these things and, right. and I had to, I had to be reminded that Liana, like, you know, the truth, right? You know, that greater is he that is in you, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, that what everything's going on in the world, right? Like mm-hmm. no matter what comes against you, God is for you and that is enough. You know that you're more than a conqueror. You know that you can do all things through Christ Jesus. You know your head has this content. You know it. But your mm-hmm. heart is mm-hmm. like buried in grief or disappointment or mm-hmm. sadness or um all these yeah. things that are coming with whatever has caused them, right? And so for me, I'm learning to be okay with not needing to be my own solution. So just like I can be mm. there for other people, allow myself to be pastored, to be led, to be nurtured, to be poured into, be loved on, to be looked after while I'm doing the same thing for other people. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I need to talk to my my mentor and it may not be every week. It may not be, but I need some of those check-ins where I can't talk myself out of certain things, but she can't. She'll say a thing to me in a way, you know what I'm saying? That I could have never said it to myself. Or I need to talk to the Jasmine's, right. those friends that are really close to me. Even if we both talk about things we're going through, somehow we end up encouraging each other on the way out of the conversation. How? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it happens, <laughs> you know? I had a FaceTime <laughs> therapy session with my therapist the other day. Like, you know, it's just you need, th- I have a sister that I can talk to about things. Like there's just, you need these reinforcements without shaming yourself for needing them, you know, but utilizing the yes. resources. And my thing is, if mm-hmm. you don't have these resources, get one of them or start tapping into people that are around you, which creates a level of, um, that de- demands humility from us because it's the acceptance right. that everything that I need is not inside of me. You know, people say everything you need is inside. No, everything you need is not inside of you. Everything you need, you have access to, but everything you need is not inside of you. There are some things that you need that are outside of you that you need to grab hold of to help you to be everything that God's called you to be, to show up in the world the way God's called you to show up. And I think that's something that I am learning. When I say learning is that I didn't know it is that I'm experiencing it. And some learning only comes experientially. Yeah, no, I love that. We were t- uh, tell the people about a deep all day. So a deep all day is a blog that I started back. I don't remember now because I told you in the beginning I do not have a sense of uh, time <laughs> time at this particular moment in my life. But a deep all day is a blog a blog ago, right? that I finally started. Yeah, it's it's probably been honestly like three months now, three and a half mm-hmm. or something. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, a deep is just a, it's a deep conversation. I made that word up when I was a freshman in college because 
immediately after arriving on my campus, I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just having depot with everybody right, left, and the other. And it just made sense. Just very, you know, meaningful conversations with whoever. I like that. And, um, and so, you know, I've had this, I had had this idea for a long time. You know, I'm very passionate. Um, and <laughs> I have a lot of, I have a lot to say. Y'all, speaking of a lot to say, Jasmine and I, this conversation was getting really good. So listen, we have a whole second half of the episode. I figured it was long enough for us to break it up into two weeks. You can chew on some of the dopeness that we already dropped, really thinking about um, what is the grace and the space you're allowing for yourself during this time of quarantine? Who are the people that you are allowing to uh, to support you, to walk with you, to journey with you, to allow you to lean on them and uh, vice versa? And um, just really how are you managing yourself in a way that you are uh, looking after you? Um, and as you look after you, it empowers you to have the strength that you need to, to be present for others. So this is, uh, my depot with Jasmine <laughs> and, uh, we will pick this depot up, uh, Jasmine's words, not mine right here. Same place next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpen Her Iron. Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Queen Liana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com.